Hi, I'm Yitharth. And this is another episode of Girl Stuff. As you can see, we have a lovely guest here. But before we get into more about you, why don't you give us like a quick introduction about you and what you do? Uh, my name is Yitharth Bhatt. Uh, I'm an actor. I've been doing it for, I think, for the past 11 years. I'm based out of Toronto and I played Young Joe in uh, Union, Georgia, which is now, I think, one of the top shows that have been on Netflix for a good amount of time. I think it broke um, Joe. I think it was Joe Exotic's, uh, that, I forget what show that was, uh, that record for how many views it's gone. Yeah, many, I don't how, know either, but... I well, it broke see. a record, so means it's a good show. Okay, um, before we get into more about you, what is one thing that you did during quarantine that otherwise you wouldn't have had time to do? Collect thousands, not just hundreds, but thousands of uh, reaction images and videos from Twitter. I currently have 900, 900 TikTok saved. I haven't watched any of them again. I just have them saved. For so, so for any conversation, I can just uh, send a reaction image and break the ice. It's, uh, it's very uh, convenient, let's say. Yeah, so, so I've noticed. <laughs> I have way too many. It's it's not healthy. Some people collect memes. Other people collect, I don't know, Funko Pops. Exactly. Just like J. Cole said, some people make money, some people make memes. Exactly. Okay. Um, some people on Instagram wanted to know, um, did you get into any shows or movies during quarantine? And if so, what are like your favorites? Um, Not really shows, but a lot of movies. I... I had I had a lot of movies on my Netflix watch list for like the past three four years, and I didn't really have time to get to them. I think one of my favorite movies that I watched during quarantine was um, Imitation Game with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. That that movie broke me, like at the like the, his performance of um, I forget I forget uh, the person's name, but his performance of that character just just like I had a breakdown at the end. It was. That's the only movie that's made me cry that much. <laughs> so okay. good. So good. I have to watch it. I haven't watched it yet. Definitely. It's a must watch. For, for his um, you know, filmography, it's a must watch. Okay. If you're talking about Benedict Cumberbatch, have you seen Doctor Strange? Sorry. C come on. Come on. Have you seen Doctor Of course I've seen Doctor Strange. It's... You, got, you have to watch all the Marvel movies to actually get to Endgame, so. I, I think I watched it, I think, it was it came out a while ago, right? So 2016-ish, 2018. Yeah, I watched it back then. That, that movie was pretty good as well, yeah. Yeah, we, we did multiple, like, Marvel marathons in chronological order. Yeah, my sister, uh, she made, like, a whole poster of just, you know, all 43 movies. Ran through two ink cartridges. Love it. Love it. As you should. <laughs> okay, you already mentioned that you were in the show Ginny and Georgia. But before we go into more about how that process was, we're going to play a fun game of who said it. So mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you a line from the show and you have to tell me who it is. Okay, who said okay. It. Okay, the first line is, I quit being a mom. The hours are long and the pay sucks. 
はん、はあ。It feels like a Georgia line, but she, she never quit being a mom. Would it be,、um, I, I think it's Miss Baker,、uh, their next door neighbor. Was, was it her? Yeah. Yes! That was a total、okay. shot in the dark, but got it. You got it. You got it. Got it. Just like a little amount of moms on the show. Exactly.、So. Exactly. Moms,、okay. moms are our best friend. Moms are our best friend. The next line is fall in a ditch. Max. Yes. What? I just, I'm just a king of the show. Just, you know, there's no every line, you know, it's a curse. It's a curse. Let's see how, how the game continues. I got some. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> okay. The next line is We're like the penguins. We can't fly, but maybe we can learn to swim. <sighs> hmm. Was that? Was that? I think that's it's one of the Mang peoples. No. No? Okay. Hmm. I give up. I, I, I can't. Okay, it's Georgia. Georgia said that line? To, to Zion. To Zion, okay. Okay,、yeah. makes sense. Okay, if you don't get this next line, I'm going to be very upset. Okay.、Uh, don't cry over spilled condiments. Oh, sheesh.、Um, I don't know. Some, I don't remember the name. It's some, I think it starts with a J or something.、Uh, Max, maybe? I don't know. Maybe, maybe Hunter? No? Oh.、Mm. Joe! Right, right. Joe! Of course. Close call. Close call. Just right there, right there. Okay, the next line is She asked me for a weed. She wasn't that friendly. I think, I think that's Georgia. No, no, wait. No, 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 no. No, no, no. That's Marcus. Yes. Yes, that's Marcus. Okay, the next line is Cool people don't say they're cool. I just heard that one. I just heard that one. It I, I know the exact scene when Zion and Ginny, Ginny said the line, were walking into, I think it was,、um, I think it was the poetry bar or something. I, I forget what it was,、yeah. but it, it, was, it was that scene exactly. Okay. The next、uh, line is Your mom sort of scares me. Max. No. No, not Max. I, I just heard that one too. I just heard that one. I think. Hmm. Hunter? Yes. Okay, Hunter. I think that's this.、Hmm, I, I don't know exactly which scene that was, but I, I remember that one. Oh, I, I rewatched also Speedrun, the show, to f i r s t time. And that is the scene right before the whole oppression war. Oh,、yes. <laughs> oppression Olympics.、Uh, yes. That's the worst. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That, that, that was a good line. That was a really good line. Okay,、uh, the next line is That's such a bummer. There are no good gays here. That's Max. Yes. That's Max. Gay icon,、okay. 100%. The next one is Through the lens is how the world makes sense to me. Through the lens is how the world makes sense to me. 
is that uh, George's sister? I forget her name. Uh, no, no, it's not Maggie. Okay. Mm. You got me stumped on this one. Who has a camera? You still got me stumped on this one. <sighs> it's Zion. It's Zion, okay. See, I just met Zion. Like, again. That That's why I'm like... I still don't, I don't remember the camera. It's okay. Um, the next line is, mind talk, they won't shut up. Uh, can you say that again? Mind talk, they won't shut up. Mind talk. Oh, that's Jenny. No. no. Oh, mm, mm. Mm. Abby? No, it's about kids. It's about, oh, it's about, oh, it's about kids. Okay, it's about kids, not about parents. Hmm, so it. I think I think that's Miss Baker again. Yeah, yeah. Because talk, love, you know, sign language. Yeah. I love her one-liners about her kids. <laughs> okay, the next line is: "Unless your name is Jesus, I don't think your birthday counts as a holiday." Ooh, there's there's sass in that one. Hmm. Georgia? No. Ah, no, 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 no. Hmm. <laughs> I'm stumped on that one. I'm, I, there's there's too much sass sass for it not to be Georgia or Ginny. It's Ginny. Okay, there it is. Okay, this next line I also want a reenactment. The next line is Happy Friday. Is that is that Marcus? Mm. Oh, it, it's Wednesday. Wait, no. I it got me. Ah, no, 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 no. Yeah, there's a weird Snapchat video with the Happy Friday in it. That got very popular. Is that Ginny? No. I... No. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking of 10 different things right now. Oh, hold on. I need to do a spin real quick. Hang on. Come on. With the Snapchat dock filter. I don't remember. It's Hunter. It's Hunter. Oh, oh! I remember. I oh, yeah. I, yeah, I cringed at that part too. Yep, yep. Oh, Hunter. Oh, Hunter. You have so such such good potential. Okay. Um. The next line is next stop on the tour of old dead guys who did racist shit is Fort Jackson. Fort Jackson. Ah. Oh, hmm. I think I've been to Fort Jackson. Maybe. Maybe. Just you know, that tour seems kind of familiar to me. Is you know. Um, uh, you know, I was uh, at a park, you know, sitting on the bench, just looking at a bunch of bikes, just, you know, cool bikes, cool bikes, and there's one person, I don't know, it's some random girl, she was kind of cute, you know, kind of kind of sweet, right? She talked about this, um, horse named Milkshake, Pfft, uh, who names a horse Milkshake, you know, like, <laughs> come on, come on, right? Weird. And then she took my Ray-Bans, like, I mean, I didn't want to be mean, but... Guess they're gone now. Sounds like Joe. Maybe, maybe Joe. Maybe Joe. Sounds like something you would do. I, I think so, too. I need to look it up, but I think so. Yeah, Wine and Fort Jackson go together, I think. Okay. The next line is, indifference is the best revenge. Indifference is the best revenge. Hmm... Ah, it's, 
there's not enough sass for it to be Georgia. Hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm reading your eyes. Hmm. Is it Georgia? No. No. Close, though. Ginny. Yes. Okay, the last line that we have is also one of my favorites. I love that scene. It's mm -hmm. in episode 10, so we'll see. Okay, okay. As a hint, it's the line, ah. Ah. Yeah. So much to work off of, like, I, ah, oh, it could be, ah, oh, it could be one of three characters, I think, maybe, maybe. Hmm. Is it Joe? No, no. I, I thought you were pulling a fast one on me there. Hmm. I, I, I can't. I could never tell you. It's okay, the scene. I'm telling you about the scene. Okay. Maybe. Let me let me, so, let me see if I can remember the scene. It's it's the scene where Max is talking to Ginny about them finding out that she's been sleeping with Marcus. Mm-hmm. Hunter is also there, and then another person joins and says that as the first thing. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Hmm. Abby? No, no, I, no I, Abby doesn't hang out with them as much anymore. Abby, Abby and Nora were also in this. Oh, Abby and Nora. Okay, Abby and Nora were also in this. Would have been Miss Baker. No, 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 no. Ah, I give up. It's Marcus. It's oh. oh. <laughs> Yeah, makes sense you would be there, yeah. You know, just just talking about it, you know, in, in the open. Well. Okay, now that we talked a little bit about Ginny and Georgia, we're going to go more into acting. Okay. What inspired you to begin acting in the first place? It was not really an inspiration, so to say, because I was seven. I, I could have been just been coloring and, you know, living my own life. But my dad, he... um. He had a photo of me on his uh, on his desk at work, and he used, to have a, he used to have a client come in like you know every other week or so, and they and she like she used to persist like persistently say like you know, put him into acting, put him into modeling. He's so cute, right? So for the for the heck of it, we were like, okay, let's let's go into some acting. So we signed up for signed up at an agency called Carolyn's Kids. Um, just you know for the fun of it, we signed up. You know, did some of the fun modeling stuff. I don't remember any of it because I was seven. <laughs> Um, and then one year there was a convention, I think in, in Toronto and we we're like, okay, let's go, you know, have fun, whatever we paid. I think it was like $2,000, <laughs> not worth it, but, uh, went to the convention, you know, had her fun and they had this, um, part where, you know, you can meet with, um, agents. So that's where I was picked up with my first proper agent and we spent a good, I think seven or eight years with him. And then we moved on to, um, with, with a recommendation from one of my acting tutors, uh, Sean Lawrence, really good, um, to Butler Rustin Bell. And I've just been, it's, we've just been doing it for fun, I guess. We haven't really been considering it as a, as a full-time job because, you know, not really stable, but it's a fun passion project that I've been doing for the past 11 years. Well, but what is like your favorite thing about acting? Just being on set, cause you're just you're with a bunch of people that just love doing the same thing that you're doing, and 
like you like you all understand how like you know when it's time to work and you know when it's time to you know hang out and you know make conversation it's just the the chemistry of just you know having you know being able to meet somebody completely like new and just connecting with them through what you do in work is just so much fun and as you mentioned you've been in multiple projects do you have like any secrets how you get into the role of your character it's not really getting I get into the role of my character, but I imagine that character as being me, if you get what I mean. That character is me, because eventually I plan to, you know, if, if, if I want to get the role, it's going to be me, right? So I have to be me pretending to be in that situation, in that mindset. That's sort of how I put it, where how would I react if I was this type of person, in a way. Okay, going into Ginny and Georgia, most mm -hmm. of our viewers know you as young Joe. How did you get the role and what was like the audition process like? That's a long time. That's 2019. Okay, let me try and remember this. Um, so I got, I think I got the script maybe a three or four days or maybe two days before I go to, go to audition. That's sort of like the, the standard. So I have to memorize and do all that stuff. I either... So when I get my, when I get a script, I go and practice with my, with my acting tutor, you know, see if, you know, if what I'm doing is sort of, you know, along the basis of if I'm doing it, you know, right, you know, if I could do anything different, you know, add some, some spice, right? Um, I think I didn't go to him that, for, for that audition, I just was like, okay, I'm, I think I'm confident with it, I'm going to go with it, you know, and it went downtown, two hour drive, love it, every time, that's sarcasm, um, went there. Did my audition with, uh, I think it was Jason Knight. Um, great guy. I've been doing auditions with him for, I think, five, six years. He's amazing. Really welcoming. And I think maybe a week or two later, I, I got like a confirmation email from my agent saying, okay, you got it. You know, here's the shoot dates. Here's yada, 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 wardrobe, all that. After that, I don't remember that much else until shoot day. <laughs> um, shoot day was a very rainy and gloomy day in Toronto. Um, that's when I first met Nikki, wonderful person. She was amazing to hang around with. It was amazing. And it was a fun shoot. I, I, I couldn't ask for anything more. It was pretty fun. What would you say is your favorite memory from set or like the most memorable moment you had on set? Well, it was just one day, so not that much to remember, but, um, I think, just sitting in the van, like, you know, we had a van that we would sit in because, you know, it was pouring rain. We, they didn't want us to be outside. So we said, like, uh, I think it was the teacher. I, f I forget who played the, the teacher in, in the scene. Um, the, the teacher, I think, he was a great guy. He was really fun to talk to as well. Uh, the teacher, Nikki, and me, we just bantered and had fun in the van. We just talked and talked and talked until we needed to get back on set. So as you mentioned, you've only been in one episode, mm -hmm. but from a viewer's point of view, what is your favorite episode? Uh, from a viewer's point of view, I, uh, I think one one of, one of the later episodes when when the stories of like Abby, like you know when when, it, when it's sort of you know developing when Ginny and George's you know when when they start to conflict and Ginny starts to realize, I think. You know, like what her mom's gone through to, you know, make her happy and why she's hiding everything. I think that was, I think it was episode seven or eight 
when they start like it was the party episode it was the sweet 16 episode when Ginny got back when Ginny went to jail and I, I, I forget the mayor's name but uh he went to go pick uh up, up Ginny it sort of showed that he cared he cares for Ginny and Georgia and that's it, it's a lot of conflict between like who I want Georgia to go with you know it's like Zion's there he's there Joe's there it's just like ah very well written that episode is very well written I, I like that episode one Instagram question was, do you ship Georgia and Joe? I mean, legally, I am bound to, yes. But do I understand how, why Georgia would go with maybe Zion or, or someone else, or, or the mayor? Yes, I would. Because Joe's, Joe's there. Joe's, he's there. It's like the potential is there. But you can see the, 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 the effort that the, the mayor puts in to, you know, take care of, you know, Georgia's kids and all that. It's like... I'm I'm rooting for all three. I'm rooting for all three. Maybe a bit more for Joe, but you know, it's three very like great men that she exactly. Has to yeah, I don't want to be in her shoes. It's it's so much work. It's like who do I choose? Who do I choose? <sighs> okay, another Instagram question was who is your favorite character? I can't choose one. They're all they're all really good. They're all really well played. See, I, I love Max just because it's so spontaneous and her like the way you know it's she's played. It's it's like it's bubbly. It's very it brings energy into the room, no matter what type of energy. So it's it's very chaotic or very it's very chaotic neutral or very chaotic. You know, that that spectrum is very wild. But it, I think I think my top three has to be Max, Abby because there's a lot of there's a like there's a lot of stuff I can you know I can relate to there, and my third one. Uh, who would I choose? Who would I choose? I think I think Marcus, because he shows that he's very like he's played. Felix shows you know Marcus is being very vulnerable at times, and I think we need a little bit more of that. You know, it's just you can't just be a, a hard on like a hard ass all the all the time. You know, it's like uh, it gives a bit of variety to what a main male character should be. Yeah, they they the characters are really well. Like everybody has like the soft side, but all of them have like a side where you're like, just shut up. Please stop. Yeah, stop. It's a very love hate relationship with every character. Literally every single one. Besides, mm -hmm. I would say besides Joe. Or like Nora and Jordan. Mr. Baker. They're like Mr. Baker. Like... Mr. Baker is the most chill man. Okay, just just signs, smiles. True. True. Most unproblematic un character in the entire series. That's true. I've been calling Jordan that, but I get it, because he doesn't do anything. Yeah. It's, uh... At the poker thing, he's just like, "Can we go? I don't want to like, be here." Exactly. Very. Very unproblematic. Okay, before we get more into like the deeper side of acting, mm -hmm. what would you want to see in a se in the season two? What would I, what would I want to see in season two? From a person that doesn't come from a writer's perspective, I I, I could never write season two. I, I could never imagine season two. Like you know what what like what would happen? Because there's a lot of things that could happen. Hmm. I feel like since, since since I don't remember what, hap what happens in episode ten, I, I don't know what happens with Georgia and the detective. So 
I want to s- never, it's never really cleared up. Okay, so I want some more development on that. I don't want her to kill him because you know that that just ends the plot line. But you know, maybe some maybe some you know confrontation, some more some more of that sass. I, I want to see that build up and how may, let's say J- Joe or the, the mayor like pr- protects you know Georgia from from that dude. I want, I want to see some more of that, and the whole Ginny, Marcus, and Hunter situation is is just a mess. I don't know how I don't know how that's going to be solved. I don't know how I don't know how Sarah's going to do all that. Well, Ginny left with Austin at the end of season uh, of the end of season one. So, mm-hmm. and hints go to her going to Zion. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be interesting to see. Ooh. She also, shall, people she shall have been asking if you're in season two. I don't know. Don't ask me. <laughs> I don't know. First of all, legally, I like legally in quotations. I I wouldn't I wouldn't tell you. My my morals wouldn't wouldn't let me tell you. Second of all, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. It's not even been written. It's not even written. So, hopefully, I'm in it. If I'm not, no hard feelings. Whatever. Okay. Um, going into more of the show's creation did you ever expect this type of like reaction from the audience no to be honest i forgot that i, that I even filmed the show because it was only a one day shoot so i was like okay it's, it's gonna show up someday someday it's gonna happen right and then it showed up i think it was like when did it, when, did, when did it premiere i think it was like march march right so. and then like all my it wasn't me who you know like who told you know like who found out about it? Rebecca, uh, who plays Padma, she told me about it. It's like, oh, you're playing the younger version of my brother. I'm like, in what? In, in, in what? I, I don't remember this. <laughs> and um, she told me, it's like, oh, in Ginny and Georgia. I'm like, what show? <laughs> and then I had to go back in my emails, figure out what show it was. And then I remembered, oh, that show, right? Okay, I to- I totally remember what I what I said. Totally remember all that. Yeah. Completely forgot. Completely forgot. Okay, going into more of, like, the deeper side of acting, like, um, do you ever experience performance anxiety? And if so, how do you deal with the fear of potentially messing up? Oh, all the time. Um, In high school, I I, I think my performance anxiety, like, sort of peaked in high school was... We did plays, so I went to an, an art school, so I, I auditioned for a play, you know, I, I got in, right? But I've never really done theater properly. So once, you know, the curtains, like, you know, opened, right? That was when it set in for me, that I cannot mess up any of my lines, <laughs> or I am done. Th- that anxiety of, you know, it happening, just... It didn't sort of ruin me, but it, it sort of, like, motivated me to remember more. But I can recall another instance when, you know, performance anxiety kicked in for me. It was um, the musical theater unit in our, uh, in our school. I, I, I don't see myself as a, as a singer. If I, if I took singing classes, maybe I could be. But musical theater, just not my forte. Theater in general, not my forte. People who do it, amazing work. I, I've seen, you know, many shows that are really good at it. But I personally cannot do it. So when... Our musical theater unit showed up. I that anxiety of performing in front of my class just 
I could not. My anxiety went up. My my will to my will to do it went down. Yeah, that that was that was the time when it sort of broke me. I just I I, I just I skipped class that day. I could I did not go to class. I was like, nope, I'm not doing it. I'm I'm getting out of here. So I get that completely. Yeah. But okay, if, um, uh, uh, let, me, let me just say for people who are doing auditions and TV and stuff. Um, for that, I think it's just if you prepare your material properly and know you're doing your character, like you know your character properly, you should be fine. Like, don't do it last minute. Like, do it maybe two, three days before you, you know, you have the audition. Just do, go through your script, memorize it, figure out how you want to say these lines. And with that, like with those two, three days buffer, if you go over the script again and again, you can find spots where you can add some more like more spontaneous stuff where it would set you apart from other people who are doing the same audition yeah and on the topic of like auditioning um the entertainment industry can be brutal how do you deal with like the struggle of comparing yourself to others wow okay deep question deep question um it's always I've always tried to compare and like, you know, say, oh, wow, like, you know, look at that person, like, you know, they're doing really well. I should be like them, right? I should work hard and do that. But after a while of comparing myself and doing like, you know, I should, I should do this, I should do this, right? It becomes a hassle. Like, I'm always beating on myself. It's not me, me being me. It's, it's always me trying to be someone else. You know, it's me trying to do it the way someone else do it. There's not me trying to, I lose the fact that I'm not doing it the way I think I, it should be done. I'm, think, I'm thinking of it in their perspective, right? So I just, I feel like when I'm doing an audition like that, I'm losing my personal touch. But like, you know, like later on, like if, say, say I, I do get, you know, sort of famous and stuff like that. Total, total guess. I won't have a signature, exactly, fingers crossed. I won't have like a signature way of presenting my character. You know, I won't have my own way, right? And that's sort of what, actors like uh, Robert Downey Jr. have, right? With Tony Stark, he was, he was Tony Stark, right? He played that character like nobody else could, right? So I, that's, what I, that's where I worry I would lose some, you know, part, piece of myself. Yeah, and you gave some incredible advice, but what would, to put it in like a smaller format, what advice would you give someone who w wants to venture in this field of work and wants to become an actor? Be yourself, trust your gut, and prepare. Just prepare. It's a lot of work because going downtown and back every other week for an, an audition is, it's not easy. It's not easy. I, I have to give a shout out to my parents for that. Like going downtown, paying for gas, paying for all that. It's just, it's, it's, it's hard work on their part because going to, going, driving for an hour or two hours back and forth, sacrificing work and just for like a five minute audition that may or may not give me a job, it's it's a lot of work. So, like I said, prepare. Uh, what else did I say? <laughs> prepare. Uh, it's a lot of work. Um, be yourself. Be yourself. Yeah, that that yeah. Okay. After discussing like a little heavy stuff, we're mm -hmm. gonna venture into some more fun questions. Okay. So this is just a random collection of questions that either we got on Instagram or that we just find very interesting to ask. Yeah. Okay. The first question is, what is one artist you can listen to on repeat and not get tired of? Either Joji or Rich Brian. 
88 Rising group is just really nice. It's very, they have a lot of variety. Okay. I haven't heard of them actually, so I'm going to check them out after this. Wow. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. Hey, yo, she ain't heard Doji yet. Get on it. Don't call me out. There's nobody else home. Well, I've evicted everyone. The ghost, yes, the ghost heard me. The ghost shall judge you. Okay, um, what are your top two favorite songs of all time? Mm, of all time. Um, it's been a long, long time by Harry James. You know, it's, uh, it's got a lot of, you know, trumpet. It's, it's, it's a classic. I think it's 50s and 60s. It was, um, it was that one song when, I think, in Endgame, spoilers, when uh, Cap went back to Peggy and they were dancing. That song. And second song, second song. Hmm. I think Slow Dancing in the Dark by Joji. Mm -hmm. I will listen to it. You, sh you should. It's very, it's very good music. Okay, another song question. Mm -hmm. If you had to pick one song to play every single time you enter a room, which song would it be and why? Ooh. See, I want to go basic, like Happy by Pharrell. Or like, or like, you know, Macklemore or something. Ooh, yes, yes. Thrush shop, thrush shop, 100%. Solid choice. Exactly. I, I'm wearing a trench coat everywhere I go now. Okay, a question from our lovely audience member, Hannah. Ooh. Some of the cast was previously on Degrassi. Being Canadian, did you watch that show growing up? How did it feel to be working with people like Raymond, Sarah, or Chelsea? So I didn't really work with them, <laughs> but uh, I, I didn't watch Degrassi because it was a generation before me. I'm 2002. I am a child. So I grew up watching SpongeBob and all that, like, so I never got a chance to watch Degrassi, but I have been on the the, the, the old Degrassi set. So I, I've seen all the lockers and all that. So that was cool. But working with Raymond and um, well, working with, but you know, being able to you know be a younger version of him is it's it's very cool. It's very cool. I, I may have fangirled a little bit, but we we'll skip over that. We'll skip over that. I mean, who wouldn't? He, he he doesn't even know. He doesn't even know. If you don't tell him, we won't. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Okay, um, what is the craziest food combination that you've ever tried? I'm, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna catch a lot of flack for this, but uh, do, do I want to say the basic thing of pineapple on pizza? That's not. That's basic. That's that's basic. That's basic. Hmm. What what have I done that's that that could put me in jail? Let's see. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I have mixed, uh, oh, this is bad. This is, this is bad, bad. As a kid, when I used to eat uh, rice and dal, I would, I would put Cheetos in, in the rice so I could hide it from my parents. So I, so I could see, it, it was, it was terrible. It was terrible. But, uh, I, I got away with it. It was, I don't know how my, my digestive system is still alive. I don't know how. Luck. Luck, yes. Okay, the next question is also from Instagram. What is your favorite condiment? Mm hmm. 
Could be mustard, could be ketchup. Just, you know, don't cry when you spill it, you know? Just don't cry when you spill it. It's, well, if, I, if, if I'm being honest, it's got to be, it's got to be ketchup. It's classic. Okay. The next question is, what is your favorite meme? One momento, por favor. Let me find, let, let me uh, just uh, scroll and find it real quick. Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where are you? Where are you? I, 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 actually, I sent it to you. I sent it to you. You sent it to me. Yes, I did. It was the, it was this one. I uh. pretend I do not see it, but in reality, I do. Oh. It's it it's so it's so good. It's so good. Okay. Another question is what is your favorite place that you've traveled to? I would say um Saint Martin. Uh it's a I think it's a Caribbean island or um it's own it's half French, half Dutch. And we went there I think like early COVID, so that's like January, February before it really hit. So we, we slipped away just before, you know, it actually happened. But it's a small island and it was, it was very peaceful because me and my, it was just me and my family. Nobody else really, you know, there's no other families and all that. So it, it was a really good family bonding moment. So we can, you know, just hang out, you know, do our own thing, you know, hang out with my sister and all that. Very nice. That's nice. Okay. The next question is, what is your favorite Pokemon if you've watched it? Mm, see, I I never got into the Pokemon thing because it's, it's the generation before me. I, I I've seen the video where uh, Joe and um, Raymond and uh, they they were arguing about like you know who like what's your favorite Pokemon is like and somebody said I just like the look of it like the look of Charmander like that's gonna be me. <laughs> I think it's I think it's gotta be Squirtle or Turtwig. It's so so cute, so small. I when I was growing up, we were like playing with the cards. I didn't really understand it. I watched it, but I didn't really pay attention. And I always wanted just the cute ones. And the boys were always like, "Ha ha ha, that's a bad Pokemon." I was like, "I don't care, it's cute." <laughs> exactly. Oh, speaking of Pokemon, reminds me. One moment. Where are you? Where are you? There it is. Huzzah! Yeah, he's staying here for now on. It's a Pikachu. Exactly. Good guy. What about a fair? Well, mm. Yes, okay. next question. The next question is, if you could switch bodies with someone for an entire day, who would you switch with? Ooh, good. That, that's a good question. That's a good question. Hmm. Hmm. To, to switch bodies or not to switch bodies? That's the question. I would say maybe maybe one of the Raptors players, maybe Kyle Lowry. Because first off, I miss playing basketball so much. Quarantine has it's it's so sad. You can't go out, can't can't play indoors, can't do anything, can't can't even do sports. So yeah, I just switch with Kyle Lowry just to play basketball again. Exactly. Everybody has their reasons. Exactly. Um, if you didn't have the career you do right now, what would you be up to? Oh, what would I be up to? Mm. 
uh, I'm still going to school, so I think I would still be in school right now. Um, uh, I was originally gonna go for engineering, but then I saw the math and I was like, no, 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 let's not, let's not. Physics, no, thank you. Um, uh, but so I'm I'm going to business, so I think I would be doing sort of the same thing, just going to school, being sort of normal. See, I I was a totally normal kid before Jenny and Georgia came out. I was just I didn't tell anybody all my acting stuff. I just, you know, did it, had my fun, and then, you know, came home. But now I got, like, 4,000 followers. Like, oh, it's wild. It's crazy. Ginny and Georgia, the power of Netflix. The power, the power, the power of Netflix. Just wait until you get verified. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Don't, don't, don't make me dream. Don't make me dream. One day. One day, one day. Okay, um, what is a fictional character that you think would be most exciting to meet in real life? Wally. I stand by my word that Wally is one of the best romantic movies ever made. They said, they told romance without saying a word. Without saying a word. One of my favorite, I, I think it's my favorite uh, Pixar movie of all time. Really good. Solid choice. So good. They're so cute. Exactly. Okay, and the last question to wrap up this interview is, what mm. is the most useless talent that you have? Mm. I mean, they're all kind of useless, besides acting. Besides that. Mm. Um, I would say having the slowest moving teeth in the universe. I've had these braces on for the past three years. And I'm, and my orthodontist said, oh, maybe it's going to be one or two more years. I am so frustrated. I haven't been able to eat chips. I haven't been able to eat cereal without it being soggy. Oh, it's torture, torture. I have not gone a day without missing my, my, my plain teeth. Oh. I'm I'm very sorry for it. It's you. okay. It's not your fault. It's my body's fault. <laughs> he won't move fast enough. <sighs> okay. And with this sad, traumatic teeth experience, we're going to wrap up the interview. And thank you guys for listening. And that was another episode of the Girl Stuff Podcast. Mm -hmm.